This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh my goodness. What a freaking week. Welcome back to the WOMED. Happy Friday. How is everyone? It's December. So how is everyone doing? I can't believe it's December. It's I really weird. can't. We've been going nonstop, though. I mean, you're about to fly off to Italy for like another wedding. I know. And we had LA. I was in Birmingham for something. And I went to Belgium. And I feel like you're the jet setter. Now I'm taking over in your shoes. I was just going to say. You're about to bypass me again. No, you've been, I've been like trying to keep up with you. It's been nice. Like, I feel like I'm the one that's. <laughs> stable in the states and you're the one running all over the place so it's been nice how have you been feeling as we're entering december you've been traveling a lot but have you done anything or felt like called to do any holiday things or feel have you been feeling festive i actually have this year and it's really weird in march it'll be 13 years and like 13 is kind of like a weird you know significant number for some people since nick passed and this is the first year since he passed that I'm putting up a Christmas tree. Oh my gosh, my really? I haven't done it. Wow. No, it's like 12 and a half years. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I found out that real trees, live trees are a hazard, <laughs> a fire hazard in my apartment. So I have to buy a fake one. Okay, that's but fine. We love a fake tree. It's fine. it's fine. Yeah, we love a fake tree. And I'm leaning so far in that I am getting like one of those retro vintage gold tinsel trees. Like, this tree is going to look so fake because it is fake, but it is like an old gold tree. And I'm really excited about it. You're embracing the fake, the gaudy, the funny, the cool. I yes. like it. I think that's like very kind of in yes. right now, actually. So I love it. Well, good. Ooh, am I on trend? I'm rarely. I'm yes, so rarely on trend. You are on trend. <laughs> Put it in your LTK. Your tree. <laughs> I could. Oh, I bet I could. You are, I'm not you even kidding. Like, you, you probably can. Like for real. I wonder if I can put links to the tree. shop. My link in bio. Shop and my ornaments. tree and ornaments and lights and the whole the whole thing. Oh my god, I love it. Have you been doing anything else? I so love trendy. that. Like no, I love that. I love the tree. That's amazing. I'm really excited. I haven't really felt called to do it in so long, and this year I'm like, I don't know if it's just that, you know. I moved up here. I didn't think I'd be in this apartment very long. And then suddenly I am in this apartment for a long time. <laughs> that I'm like finally starting to 
unpack more things mm. and mm-hmm. make it more homey. And my family might actually come here for Christmas oh, because wow. now I have all this space. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it just feels like the right thing. Amazing. I don't know. I'm excited. Amazing. Yeah. What about you? Do you ever? Well, you probably do like a tree for your grandma. Yes. Too, right. We put up all the Nicole's all the tree things. Is always beautiful. Nicole, my twin sister Nicole, goes like all out for Christmas. So, like, we've been in the holiday. Christmas vibe since before Thanksgiving over in Chicago, which has been great. And I'm not going to (laughs) lie, the last two years when I was like going through my, I talked about this a little bit on last week's episode, which by the way, I'm glad to have you back. It was weird doing an episode without you. (laughs) But anyway, the last week's episode. No one to react to what you're saying. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Just like crickets. So the last two years, I think when I was going through my separation and then after my divorce, those years are always really tough around the holidays. Like, you know, it brings up so many thoughts about, well, this is, you know, my first holiday without this person. And, you know, you and I, you know, we've had episodes about grief during the holidays. So if if this is kind of like resonating with you, go ahead and look back in our archives for, you know, grief during the holidays. But I will say this year, like now having a new partner and like, you know, my twin sister being pregnant, like there's just so much to look forward to and just a lot of happy energy. Like Nicole's baby shower is, I'm planning her baby shower. That's in a week. And it's like very Christmas, like holiday themed. You know, Richie and I are going to Rome, (laughs) like right before Christmas. Like I am just so grateful. I have so much to look forward to. This month is going to bring so many happy experiences and memories. So I'm like fully in the holiday spirit. And and I hope that, you know, our listeners, you know, if you're in it, you know, it's, it's really tough, but it makes you that much more grateful, I think, when you do have years, kind of like mm-hmm. this one now for me, where I'm like, wow, I am really appreciating every single moment of this holiday season. Yeah. Which, you know... Does Richie have... Mm, good question. Does Richie have any holiday stuff? Yeah. Honestly, his family is just all over the place. He's so close with his family, which I mm-hmm. love, but he has family in Michigan. He has family here, and he's got a lot of family in Italy, so we're luckily getting to like spend some of the time with his family in Italy for this wedding. So that'll be fun. And then he, so we're kind of doing his Italian family for Christmas before. And then we're going to do like my family during actual Christmas. And we did his family for Thanksgiving. So, you know, we're doing the thing we're doing the, you know, we're a couple now and we're going to have to start splitting holidays. (laughs) (laughs) But so far, so good. I love that. It's been really smooth. Like it's been really easy to navigate so far. I'm like, Oh, go visit your family in Italy for Christmas? <laughs> Sounds terrible. Okay. <laughs> Say less. <laughs> Say less. <laughs> Which, speaking of, now that it is the winter, you know, I have lots to look forward mm-hmm. to. But one thing I do not look forward to in the winter, Danny, and this is why I'm so grateful to have you Tell back, me. is because I need you for this episode. In the winter... I love to be needed. My skin just loves to go haywire. I feel like my skin thrives in the summer. Explain. And in the winter, mm-hmm. my skin really starts to just, I don't know, like it's drier. I break out more. And then on top of that, you know, I'm, I think I'm 33 now. Yeah, I think I'm 33. <laughs> Am I 32 or 33? Wait, what age did you turn? I don't know. In Majorca. Hang on. Are you 32 or 33? Okay, I was Quick born math, in, I was born, okay, born. I was born in 1990, which always makes the math really easy. So apparently I'm 33. Yeah. So that's, okay. That's fine. That's fine. That's amazing. So I love that for me. But 
I have been noticing, like, I, I truly actually do think that 32, 33 are the first years where I have noticed, like, subtle changes in my skin in regards to aging. Like, mm. I've, I'm finally, like, for so long, I was like, my skin's not going to age. Like, I look exactly how I did when I was 23. And now, you know, I'm noticing. I'm going to look 23 forever. Literally. I'm like, it's not going to happen to me. Like, no, like, that just happens to everybody else. That doesn't happen to me. But anyway, so I have noticed, like, subtle, subtle changes so far like it's to a point where I'm fine with it like they're just like little tiny lines by my eyes and by my smile lines and and things like that but I have been like looking into you know dabbling into other treatments whether that's like lasers microneedling you know things like that so okay basically what I'm saying is microneedling would be great for you (laughs) basically what I'm saying is if you wanted it can we cover all of those things in one episode now that I have you back my skincare expert can you live up I will try okay where would you like to start (laughs) we may this may need to be like a multi-part thing depending on how in-depth we go okay let's start with the basics today okay basics today so 30 somethings And I will say, we've talked about this a little bit, just one-on-one on on how, you know, it's kind of like all these 20-somethings are starting to look a lot older yeah, because they're getting so much done right away. And they're kind of leaning into all this like preventative stuff, which sure, I'm fine with like a little baby Botox sprinkle. You know, you're not going to get like a ton of stuff from it, but I feel like the basis of Everything in your teens, in your 20s, in your 30s, 40s, 50s is skincare. Mm. Like you have to be taking care of your skin. Your skin is your largest organ. We have to protect it. And if you have, you know, like a crappy canvas, is paint going to look that good on it? Right. If you're like canvas is all bumpy and gross. No. So if you want your skin to look good, to look healthy. You got to take care of it. Yeah. Otherwise, we're just kind of like frosting like a lumpy mess. What I really love about that, too, is like, and I think that this kind of goes with a little bit of aging, but this also is a very European way to address like beauty, you know, and beauty is a whole other conversation. Mm -hmm. But I love that because it definitely is more European, I think, to wear less makeup and focus more on your skin and kind of letting Mm -hmm. your natural, like true beauty kind of shine through. I noticed that a lot, too. I feel like I'm always looking at people's faces. And when we were in Majorca, I noticed that a ton. There's like hardly any makeup on people. They don't really do a ton with their hair. It's all just like a very natural sort of state. I noticed that in Paris. I've noticed that in Belgium. It's like people aren't done up. There isn't a lot of makeup cake to their faces. So it is totally a lot of like the root care is taking care of your skin. And there's a lot. I mean, like I love Botox. I love filler. I love sculpture. I love all these biostimulators. I love these treatments because they all work together, right? But if you're thinking of like your skin and how you want to look, it's almost like thinking about that old food pyramid, you know, Mm. where like carbs were the base of it. And then you have like your meats and veggies and like everything builds on top of each other, right? So skincare is what you need the most of so that everything else looks good and you can like maintain the results of your talks, of your filler, right. of your treatments right. longer.
I obviously have been fortunate to learn a lot from you in my skincare routine, but mm-hmm. what are the basics then that you would tell someone like if you are starting your skin like to start taking your skincare routine seriously what steps do we need Mm -hmm. to incorporate I mean first and foremost you always have to wash your face like twice a day (laughs) like you have to wash your face at night you have got to get that makeup off of your face I don't want you sleeping on it I don't want it being smooshed into your skin you have to wash your face I don't care how sick you are I don't care if you've had so many drinks at the bar I want you to come home and I want you to do your skincare routine you're going to feel better, too, if you do it. Like, That's get your true. ass in the shower. If you've had too much to drink, get your ass in the shower, wash your face, do your skincare, have some water and some Advil and go to bed. But, yes, basics of skincare are wash. So, like, cleanse your face, exfoliate, moisturize, and protect. Those are the solid, tried and true basics. Protect, obviously, you need your SPF. Where you can start building on, like, your foundations of cleanse, exfoliate, moisturize, protect, are more so at nighttime. Nighttime's mm. where you can really get into start using more serums that are going to do some more work for you. Let's talk like aging skin. So, or like if you are, say, in your 30s and you're really wanting to get on like a good routine, you've got to be on a retinol. Yeah. You have to be on a retinol. It is going to do so much good for you. And retinols are really kind of scary. Yeah. Or like they can be, you know, because we do have these like anticipated reactions. We anticipate that you are going to have redness, some flaking. It might burn a little bit. Get a fan. Fan your face. When I saw you last, you know, that silver bottle you gave me, is there like that is a retinol, right? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I have like, I know you warned me about some things that were going to happen and they totally did Mm -hmm. happen. So I'm glad that you warned me. So please warn everyone else if they are going to start taking (laughs) a retinol. So so, look, I'm sorry. I I literally like, I don't even know what you give me. Like, I don't even know what it was. I just was like, Danielle says, put this on at night. I'm like, Okay, so I put out, I don't even know what it is. And start slowly. (laughs) Well, what I gave you is wrinkle and texture repair, but it does have a 0.5 red with a lot of other stuff. That's just like, basically, if you started off with the product I gave you with the wrinkle and texture repair and just used like four pumps of that every night, it's like the equivalent of like a massive laser, like peeling your face off. Peel it off, baby. You would peel off my wrinkles. (laughs) You would... I know that's not uh, how it works, but, but like, No, I mean, like, it can. People have done that. But no, like, retinol and Trek can be, like, really intimidating. It can take some time for your skin to adjust. And, like, the most important thing to remember is start slow and low. Typically comes in, like, a 0.25, 0.5, and, like, 1%. Some night creams do have retinols or, like, Retin-A, which are all sort of, like, different derivatives of each other in them. But... If you're getting anything over the counter or that's not medical grade, there might not necessarily be enough for like any drastic changes to happen. But, you know, in saying that something is better than nothing while you're like trying to build up your skin's tolerance. Right. So one of like the big things I prepped you on was like the redness peeling. Yeah. Your skin's going to be angry. Yeah. Can you even see my skin now? Like it's like a little. You're a little flushed. A little flushed. flushed. Yeah. It usually takes about like, mine was two. Mine was two this morning because I've been alternating. I've been cycling my retinols because I'm a crazy person and I really love the glow. That's a part two question. <laughs> cycling retinols. That's, 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 that's a part two question. That's, two. that's too advanced. That's too advanced. 
But yes, we expect your skin to be a little angry because this is actually a very normal response. A lot of people think they're having allergic reaction to it because they're red, it's painful. But when you think about what retinol is actually doing, its job is rapid skin cell turnover. It's going to get all those dead and dying skin cells to flake up and off, which is why an essential part of skincare is exfoliation and not with your St. Ives shit. Like get, throw that shit as far away, throw away whatever your like crunchy granola friend gave you that is like shredded pieces of bark and like sand. I don't want that on your face. You are going to shred your skin barrier. No. And okay. So you are talking about like chemical exfoliants then, right? Like in the form of what? Like what are your favorite exfoliants then? Or like, what do you mean then? So not just chemical exfoliants. I mean, like you do need an actual physical exfoliant to get the dead skin cells off your face. Got it. Okay. But. But not tree bark. But not tree bark. Not whatever Kylie Jenner or who is it? It Was was it Kylie or? No. I had her skincare line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Mm -hmm. Shredded walnut shells, you know, nothing like that. What you want to look for is something that is smooth, that is round, that is spherical. My favorite one is by Zio. It's exfoliating polish. It is amazing. It's just like magnesium sulfate crystals. They are perfectly round, perfectly sphere, and they just lift everything up. It like immediately gives you this glow so that all of the good serums can like penetrate into your skin. Sidebar. Okay. So you've got to lift. (laughs) You've got to lift the dead skin cells off your face, which is why it works so well and congruent with a retinol that is actively like turning those cells over. Right. Okay. So, Okay. Got it. So retinol, check. When it comes to other active ingredients, and I think that this is something that I have really been trying to get better at, like in a perfect world, I would love to just go out there and spend $1,000 on all of these expensive skincare products. But I think something so important is Mm -hmm. like knowing where to invest in your skincare. Like, so obviously I'm going to invest in a retinol. Like I would rather spend around a hundred bucks, whatever for a retinol Mm-hmm. But I can't be spending $100 on every single step of my skincare routine. So besides the retinol, what are some like other mm-hmm. key like, like active ingredients or serums or, you know, where else can people be investing their money in their skincare routine? So that's a great question. I would say if you are going to invest your money, I want you investing it in active things. Right. I want you investing in a really great vitamin C a really great retinol. And sometimes you can get like Tretin-A retinol, like much cheaper as like compounded through a pharmacy, but you do have to have a prescription for that. But that's why there's so many, like you can have like a vitamin C serum that is just like, okay, great. I bought this like Sunday Riley vitamin C. It's not going to be stable for very long. Right. Vitamin C is one of those things that has to be in a light protected bottle. Right. Vitamin C is usually mixed with different levels of vitamin E, and that can actually make people break out a little bit. So you have to find something that's at like the right levels for your skin. So that's where in trusting something that's like medical grade, like going to your esthetician, going to your injector, you know, we're not just trying to push these medical grade like products and routines and stuff on you. Like I don't care what you use to wash your face or like tone or exfoliate, but like I really do care about the science of like the retinols, the vitamin C's, like what we're using to really get your skin working for you again to like start moisturizing itself in a sense. 
That makes so much sense. And then like also then with the moisturizer, like where's that gauge? Because that one's kind of just like locking everything in, right? So it's like, do I need to be spending $120 on a moisturizer? Well, I can tell you definitely don't need to be spending $500 on like a jar of La Mer. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, thank you to all the celebrities on like the, like on, who is it? I think Harper's or is it Harper's Vanity Fair maybe does those like YouTube videos with all the celebrities that like they get unready with me and you see what the celebrities use. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay. And because you know what? The other thing that really I think makes this conversation really difficult and you know, I am a sucker for good branding. And like, I know that I'm a, good, a sucker are. for good branding. I will, I'm a sucker for good branding. I will purposely just buy a brand because I just respect, I love their branding. I love going to Sephora or Ulta mm-hmm. and walking around and seeing all the pretty packaging and like how everything, like skincare and makeup, all that beauty, like it should be fun. And so I think that's part of the experience. But... Mm-hmm. We can get sidetracked with all of these like marketing schemes and, you know, again, with the high price tags. So like, how does that add in? And how do we know if we're actually buying a good product? I hate to break it to you. Don't trust your favorite influencer on TikTok or on Instagram, unless it's me. (laughs) Unless it's you, because you don't really like like a dermatologist. Totally. You know, your esthetician. This is our business. This is what we do. We have studied the skin. We have studied these different products. And it's like, oh, it breaks my heart really when people come in and they sit down and they just like haven't seen any changes in their skin, which please, if you take one thing from this episode, it takes at least six weeks for your skin to adapt to like whatever product you're using. Mm. A lot of people purge. Okay. And that is a sign like purge, like have some more breakouts, especially using retinol. And like, that's not a sign that it's not working or that your skin hates it. It's again, like your skin cells are turning over. They're turning over all that gunk. They're turning everything over and bringing it to the surface and getting it out. So breaking out from like retinol is not like a sign of this isn't the right product for you. You just have to push through. But I'd say if that's happening with like a vitamin C or something like that, and you've given it at least a month and you're still having all these breakouts, you know, try a different product. But you are not going to know within, you know, a couple of days or two weeks if this product is actually going to like help. You've got to, you got to give your skin time to adjust to I'm it. I'm so glad that you said that because there's such a like niche on TikTok and on Instagram where influencers are yeah like sharing their skincare routines and while I think you know there are some that are really rooted in wanting to help people one Mm -hmm. they're not necessarily educated to be talking to other people that have different skin types or textures or colors on what to do and then yeah like you have to remember that a lot of these influencers are gonna make money like they're making money selling this product they're they're gonna make money so it's like you know again Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna like shame on influencers you and i have both you know i am like we are (laughs) made made money working with brands that we you and i are Mm -hmm. very particular we you know we only work with brands that we you know feel very aligned with believe in their products actually use their products but again like just because Mm -hmm. a product works well for my skin doesn't you know i'm gonna talk about all the great benefits and why i love it but it doesn't mean it's gonna be good for Mm -hmm. your skin someone else's skin so i think that's so important to keep in mind especially when we're not just bombarded in the store but we're bombarded 
on social media mm-hmm. with like what products to buy. It's not always a bad thing. Like it's cool to see different right. products and like see what other people are doing. But like what you said with the mm-hmm. La Mer cream, it's like, do I really need to be spending five hundred dollars on, on a- Nivea cream and seaweed? <laughs> no, you don't. In fancy packaging. <laughs> in fancy packaging. Yeah. No. And I feel like uh, that's what guts me because it's like expensive creams and serums from Sephora aren't necessarily what's best for your skin. Are they going to hurt it? Probably not. Are you wasting a lot of money and not seeing results? Probably. And it's just, ugh. okay. There's so many better products and routines out there that will get you good, healthy, moisturized, glowing skin. So Again, like save your money and ask your injector. Follow like injectors, follow estheticians and go that route, please. (laughs) Okay, so next question for the upper 20s, 30s of us that, you know, are seeing Mm -hmm subtle signs of aging. We have now a set skincare routine. You know, we're doing the, I know gua sha is not going to take away my wrinkles, but it does definitely helps with like the lymphatic drainage and just like feels nice. Oh, it's great. But yes, but yeah, now like, let's say, you know, we're ready for the next step. Maybe we're interested in doing some, some lasers, some Botox, some, you know, mm-hmm. injectables or or just like starting to have that conversation. Obviously everyone's, yeah. everyone's like, you know, skincare needs are going to look different. So my question is, what can we look for in the actual injector? Like, what should we be looking for when we're going Mm. to find someone to talk to? So I used to say, you know, look at people's before and afters. Um, Go to Google reviews Mm. and see what people have said about their injector. Because HIPAA is still very valid and enforced in the uh, aesthetic industry. These are patients. You know, we have to have express permission from them to post before and afters. And with the clinic that I'm working at specifically, we can get permission from them to post on the clinic's personal page. But like, when it comes to the injectors, that's like a whole other line of consent and everything like that. So, and I know there's a lot of different clinics that are like that. So Google reviews are a great thing. I will say, and this is maybe a little tangential, um, one of the biggest questions that I get is so many people are not aware of the difference between Botox and filler. Mm. So neurotoxins, like Dysport, Zeman, Botox, Javeau, Daxify, they work on muscle movement. So that is where when you start to see lines that have like dynamic movements, like when you raise your brows, when you frown, when you like smile and you start getting those lines, those can be treated with neurotoxin, with your Botox, Dysport, things like that, um, because they are going to stop those muscles from moving for about three to four months. Daxi, apparently six months. I don't, I don't know. We're still playing around with it. But, and that's wherein I say it's really good to keep skincare because while your muscles are at rest, they're not like contracting. They aren't mm. crunching. They aren't making these lines. Yeah. Okay. So while they're at rest, your skin has time for all the collagen and elastin to like build back up under there and for your retinol to kick it into high gear so that all those lines start to soften. 
But then again, as soon as they start moving again, they're going to come back a little bit. But that's why people normally get Botox or neurotoxins quarterly because they typically last about a quarter. This is the other thing. Lines aren't going to go away immediately. It has taken all of your life. If you have like standing lines, like your 11s, your forehead, they're not going to go away immediately. It has taken your entire life to plaster those there. So I usually have to re (laughs) say that a little bit more to like late 30s, 40s, that it might take three to six months for those lines to completely soften and go away. Totally. And then filler, you said, and then filler. What about filler? So filler fills. It revolumizes. Filler is a gel. And we use that to inject into folds, into lips, into your cheeks um, to kind of mostly revolumize places that have more volume deficits. So like as we age, our fat pads start to trend down. Gravity does not like us. The ligaments and everything is just, it gets a little weaker, gets a little saggy. So it's not necessarily, a lot of people think it's like, oh, you can do a liquid facelift. You can do a facelift with filler. You aren't getting lift. We are revolumizing. Right. The only thing that can lift your face, like if you're swooshing your face back and that's how you want to look, I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to give you the results that you want a facelift well. Right. Or you're going to be spending like thousands of dollars on like nine to 12 syringes of filler, maybe. Ooh, yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Wow. I feel like that whole, Mm -hmm. you know, the Botox and filler is like a whole other world. And then lasers are a whole other world. And it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, that's why I love your advice. Like, find someone that you trust, you know, look at their Google reviews, make sure that you have a trusting relationship with them. And hopefully Mm -hmm. they can guide you in the right direction about what treatments you need or, you know, or not that you need Mm -hmm. what treatments, you know, you could benefit from what might be too much, what is too little. Because I know you're really good at that. Mm -hmm. Like, you are really good with telling patients like no <laughs> and I do like, I do making sure to the that the chagrin of like yeah <laughs> I'm honestly not trying to take your money I want you to look good like if you look terrible if I have like over injected your face if I have put you through a treatment you don't necessarily need that's on me. Like, mm. you're my walking billboard. Like, right. you're my advertisement. Totally. You know, if someone likes how you look and they're like, oh, where did you, like, did you get your lips done? Do you see anybody? I want you to, I want you to look good. Yeah. So that you tell people. Truly. <laughs> to come see Truly. me. Wow. I don't put my name on just anything. Because <laughs> it's your name you're protecting as an injector. Makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to end this conversation just really quick switching gears, just rapid fire from aging to winter. So now just for everyone, whatever their age is, we're all, you know, Mm -hmm. experiencing some skin changes in the winter. Like I said, I am, well, now I'm like, am I dry and like breaking out from the retinol or is it from the weather? Like maybe both. So now I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, that's me. Or are you not exfoliating (laughs) enough? Probably not. Good serums can get to where they need to go. Definitely not. Okay, mental note for that one. I'm, take, I'm taking notes, everyone. So for everyone that is going to go through, we're, we're getting in the thick of winter right now. We have a few more months. How can we like better take care of our skin? What's, what are certain winter things that we should look out for? One thing I love and I've been obsessed with lately is sleeping with a humidifier. Ooh, okay. Yeah, because you're going to be assaulted with dry air everywhere. At least while you sleep, try and give your skin a little 
a little leg up. There's a lot of humidifiers. You can get them fairly cheaply on Amazon. Just have it next to your bed. So doing that. Also, if your skin's really dry, you still have to exfoliate because otherwise you're just layering moisturizer on top of dead skin cells. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. HAs, uh, HA serums are really great for a little bit of added extra hydration, but make sure your skin is damp because HA pulls fluid to it. So putting that on damp skin is really great. And you can kind of seal that in with your moisturizer. Let me see other good things for winter. Look for hydrating cleansers, something that's not going to strip your skin as much. And if you're double cleansing, you can totally double cleanse with like an oil balm and then follow it up with a more hydrating cleanser. CeraVe has a ton of really great hydrating cleansers and stuff too for very, very reasonable prices. I believe La Roche does too. And those are all like, you know, over the counter stuff you can find at like Target, CVS, stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> can I jump in? I know one that you're not going to let. I'm like, I know you're going to say this one. Even though it's winter, you have to wear your sunscreen every day. Yes. Every day. Every day. Even if you're not going outside, I want you wearing sunscreen. And even if it's snowing outside, I want you to wear your sunscreen. The sun is literally going to reflect off the snow and in your face. Like the mm. sun does not ever stop shining. <laughs> it does not just, care what just season it's it is. Cold. Just because it's cold, you still need to protect your skin. Please, for the love of God, always wear your SPF. And don't trust just what's in your makeup. It's not enough. And glycolic acids. Glycolic acids are more hydrating, too. So if you find any serums that have glycolic in them, too, that's also a really nice exfoliant. That's glycolic and lactic acids are nice and a little bit more moisturizing. So amazing. Well. (laughs) I love this episode. I love getting to pick your genius brain on everything derm and aesthetics. You are such a wealth of knowledge. We are so lucky to have you as our WOMED expert in our in-house skincare (laughs) guru. This was such a fun episode. We are ending 2023 on a high note. We've got some really great episodes and guests coming to finish out the new year. We so do. we are so, so, excited. so excited and so grateful that if you are here listening, be sure to keep tuning in with us every Friday through the year because we have some really hot episodes coming your way. As always, every like, rate, share, review really helps our podcast get into more ear holes. And obviously skincare is something everybody loves. So I will link some of the stuff in the show notes as well. Um, different products that you can look into you can ask your esthetician about you can ask your injector about this is so much fun i love getting to do these episodes where it's just us jack agreed (laughs) agreed yeah i think we call it here so we can go and listen to some more taylor swift and think about some fan theories on all the oh i am am just google her and travis kelsey (laughs) i'm gonna go into a taylor tiktok like deep vortex that is my plan for tonight so we are so grateful, again, that you're here. We're going to go on our Taylor deep dives. Everyone, I hope you're enjoying December. On that note, WOMED out. Out.